Welcome to the Bear Ash Podcast. Welcome. Oh, Manny, that yes. sounded a little fake to me. Yes, Chase, what sounded fake to you? That, I just, I don't know, for some reason our, our jingle just didn't sound quite as jingly as it normally does. Almost oh, like that, it was a counterfeit. Well, no, that was clearly a trumpet and a tuba uh, playing mm. in harmony. <laughs> Perfect harmony, I think. Uh, um, well, hey... <laughs> Speaking of fakes, oh my gosh, we're smoking fake Cubans today. We are. We are uh, tonight. We are going to be uh, smoking and reviewing the Cohiba Bahiki Cuban fake. <laughs> so not the real Cohiba Bahiki. No, we ain't got money for that. <laughs> How much is one of those? Um, I think the cheapest that I've seen them around is like a hundred-ish bucks. Per cigar? Uh, yep. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so this is... I mean, these were free to us from a friend who thought that he was gifting me with real Cuban cigars. <laughs> I don't think he will ever listen to this, but if he does, I, I still appreciate it. Um, but did they you tell are, him? In fact, no, no, I did not have the heart to tell him. <laughs> <laughs> it was a, a friend of ours was coming and staying in town for a couple of days, and he... Brought me um, a box of five, uh, which is an automatic alarm <laughs> of these cigars. Um, and he was like, hey, man, I know you like cigars. I picked these up on a trip. Thought you'd really enjoy them. And it was kind of funny because one was already missing. <laughs> oh, a holiday four-pack? So, yeah, so he, he clearly just picked up five packs, smoked one. and was like, I'll give these to Chase. <laughs> right, but your point is... They don't make Cuban cigars in bundles of five. Uh, at least not the Cohiba Bahikis. Okay. They only make them in a box of ten is the only legitimate way you are buying a box of Cohiba Bahikis. Okay, got it. These came in a box of five. And I won't get too into the details yet, as I do have some info that I can read through to, uh, to help us identify what may be a fake Cuban cigar and what may be a real one. Ooh, I used to know this stuff really well when I was in college. Not that I had money for Cuban cigars, but for some reason I just nerded out. And so, what was this, 15 years ago? I learned about, more than that, I learned about all the different stickers and how to tell and the colors and whether or not they're embossed and where it's located and the patterns and, like, even the little lady on the, or whatever that is, on the <laughs> Cohiba cigar. Is that an Indian yeah. or a lady? Uh, honestly, I don't know. <clears throat> All right. Well, whatever that <laughs> that human figure is, like there's the silhouette. There's like little subtleties that are differences. Uh, yeah, but I forgot all of it, and I'm sure that's changed since then, as far as the technology of counterfeits. Yeah, they've or even the technology of uh, the real deal, legitimate um, Cohibas, at least. True. Have changed quite a bit to make them a little harder to counterfeit. True. We're all changing, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, for anyone who maybe got through the first 30 seconds of our last episode, um, we decided to pre-light these tonight. <laughs> yeah, save you the clicking and the sucking sounds. Yeah, I don't know about saving them from them, but uh, we decided to refrain from those sounds. We didn't want to have to set us up as explicit, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we've already lit these, and... Um, honestly, so I'm, I'm looking at this cigar. I've had a bunch of fake Cubans. 
I've had, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 real Cubans uh, ever. So I've had Cohibas, and I've had Trinidads um, that were Cubans. And then all the fake ones, I've had fake Romeo and Juliettas and fake Cohibas. Yeah. And, I mean, whoever went to the time of counterfeiting these, they have a nice sticker machine, or a ba- like the band is embossed, so the letters stick up. The little yep. figure head is embossed um you know you could tell someone someone put some work into this it's actually i don't know if these are hand rolled or machine rolled do you know uh i mean i i I think they're hand rolled based on the look of them so so we'll put pictures of these on the uh the old instagrams if you oh yes so you can see what these look like but actually when i first saw these I, i i assumed they were real just because the sticker was embossed, and I, I didn't do enough research. And I mean, you gifted this to me. Um, and, yeah, I remember uh, you were pretty excited about it when I gifted it to you. Yeah, I thought it was real. <laughs> do, doing no research. I left yes. a little bit of time before I let you know that they were fakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One of the things I do remember from when I was in college and is still true is if you can look at the foot of the cigar, you can almost always tell if it's real or fake, as far as Cubans go. Yeah. A real Cuban is going to be very densely rolled. It's going to feel heavy. Mm -hmm. Um, If you look at the foot of it, a real Cuban is going to have... I was just looking at a picture. Like like really tight, well-blended layers of tobacco inside. No air gaps. Mm -hmm. um, No big, thick stems. Yep, and if you look in the foot of a fake one, uh, the open end of a cigar, you'll see there are air gaps. Um, there are some thick areas that are stems. There's not nearly as much tobacco fit in there. It's almost like uh, like looking at uh, you know the brains of two children. One of them oh. has been mistreated, and the other one has not. And the one that's been mistreated has all kinds of dark spots of gray matter. Wow, I didn't know we were going to get this uh, this scientific, first of all. Oh, yeah, it's pretty dark. <laughs> um, one other thing to make note of, which I found this out in my research preparing for this episode, um, is that traditional Cuban cigars, almost every Cuban cigar you will get will have a stacked cap. Stacked? Apparently it's a traditional way of rolling a Cuban cigar, so the cap will be stacked, especially in the Cohibas. So when you look at your cap, like there would be, if you imagine like looking at your cap, there would be three caps, one, and each one is slightly smaller than the other one. Okay. So they triple cap it and you can actually see like the perfect line of like the first cap and then the second cap goes up like a 16th of an inch and the next cap goes up a 16th of an inch. I mean, it's not a 16th, but I mean, roughly like you can see very clearly it was triple capped and it's stacked. Like it's actually three layers. Of cap, which this, uh, just so everyone knows, and you can see pictures of this, you might not see it in the picture, but everything that Manny just described that you would find typically in a Cuban cigar is not represented in this cigar. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why the caps had that, like, layered look to it. Mm-hmm. Not this one, clearly. Uh, clearly. Actually, the cap on this one was just, like, a fat goober of glue and leaf. There, it, like... <laughs> There's like five layers folded over the cap, and I had to cut it three times just to be able to draw through it. And yeah, you, you I saw can a cruise see, ship pull up, and they started rolling them really quick. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm looking in where I cut it, and there's just big, thick leaves and stem material. And Honestly, the cigar so far is not that bad. No, it's actually, I was just going to comment on that. It's actually a pretty darn tasty cigar. I would not say darn tasty. I think that's a little generous, but so are you, so I'm not surprised. <laughs> Thank but you. But these, I would, I'm trying to think what I would equate this to. Very mild. It's not, it's not a... Mm-hmm. It's not a medium. I wouldn't even say a medium cigar yet. No. Very mild tobacco. Um, kind of creamy. A, yeah, a little bit of sweetness to it. I'll give it that. Yep. But it's also got a little bit of that, um, just a little bit of that sulfury funk to it. Yeah, and a lot of like hay, if that makes sense. Well, yours like, is a little drier, no? Uh, mine is a little drier. But just and that may, I guess that could contribute to the flavor. It does. I find that uh, when a cigar is dry, it ta- has that like grassy hay taste. Well, there you go. But it's still. I mean, like it's not. I've actually had one of these from this box of five already with the with the buddy who brought him over. Um, and I remember even then, and that was you know like a year and a half ago. So you know these are very very properly aged. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But like, even then, I was like, it's not a bad cigar. And I even, you know, as we were smoking it, he mentioned like four different times about how cool it was that we were smoking Cuban cigars. And I just didn't have it in me. You know, he's not a close enough friend that I could just rip him apart with it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's close enough that he'd bring me fake Cubans, so. <laughs> nice. Yeah. My dad gave me fake Cubans once, fake Cohibas, and it came with a little thing of Cuban rum. Mm. Now the rum was real. That was delicious. Yeah. Uh, the cigar was not. I knew that. The presentation was completely false. It was a single cigar paired with a single thing of rum in a little gift box, labeled Cohiba. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was it one of the ones with the little plastic sleeve in the front of the box? <clears throat> yeah, actually. Yep. That is the number one sign that you are buying a fake Cuban cigar. Plastic sleeve meaning like the window. Yep. The little like glass window or plexiglass window yep yep if you see that then most likely it is not most likely it is definitely fake <laughs> so that's I'm the probably, packaging it would come in I'm probably going to keep smoking this for a while I, I brought a plan B cigar with me yeah but I don't know that I'm going to want it I think I want to finish this even if it's not the best cigar it's not that bad it's not a bad tasting cigar no it's really not um, my plan B, where'd it go? Uh, I brought a, oh, I brought an Antonio Dark Corojo. Manny. Chase. That, that was my plan B cigar. Oh. My. Yep. God. <laughs> That's amazing. Did you just um, glitch there? What a, what, no, I was just waiting for you to talk so progr- I can interrupt. Is your programming off? Um, you know, my friend has a girlfriend he calls Plan B. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd say it's going to work out. I don't <laughs> I don't think she knows that she's called that. Wait, then what's the plan A? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> His wife? Just kidding. Whoa. <laughs> just, he's not married. Whoa. Just knocked no. him out. No, she's called Plan B because she always uh, is not on contraception and always insists on doing the morning after pill. 
Huh. <laughs> it's an interesting nickname. So for she's those plan B. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Good old George. You know, he's such a wreck. George. What a great friend. So <laughs> I think so we wanted I, I think you and I are on the same page. We wanted to get a crappy cigar today. We um, did, yeah. And and I, I say why. that right, I say that because earlier we were trying to get cigars that you had rolled. That's correct. And sadly, I think I smoked it. I mean, I don't know that sadly, Manny. Well, I, yeah, I think I probably didn't smoke the whole thing. No, 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 you don't know that for sure. No, because I don't remember. All of a sudden it's gone from my humidor. Maybe one of the kids took it. <laughs> Maybe you're, you're, what is he, two and a half? Three? Two and a Maybe half. He... If, if he smoked that, he's never going to want cigars. Those were the no. ones that you rolled that tasted like, <laughs> um, I don't, ass. wait, 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 wait. Have you actually had one, though, that you remember? Yeah, I definitely had one that was terrible. I'm trying to remember if I sent you more than one. Well, I, just, just so you know, Manny, just so you know, I looked at my humidor, and I currently still have five of my own hand-rolled cigars in there. Send them my way, man. So you're in luck. I'll send <laughs> one for you and one for the two-year-old. So though, have you had any of those that you have liked that you've rolled? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not at all. I smoked two of them. One I smoked, I don't know, days after rolling it, which was a very, very clear mistake. <laughs> I think it was still rather moist. Um, the glue hadn't dried smoky. yet. smoky. Yeah, it was, oh, it was just gross. Um, and then I had smoked, well, you know, let me give a little history. I think I may have mentioned this in a previous episode. But uh, I had gotten a roll-your-own kit for beginners uh, that came from... Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give them a little credit. Uh, a website called Leaf Only. Sponsor. Uh, yeah, no, they're not. Um, actually, currently, I can't even go to their website on my iPhone because it keeps giving me a warning that it's an insecure website. What's the website? <laughs> LeafOnly.com. They are based out of Connecticut. And oh, yeah, do. I got the same warning. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I on can't your, get On your it. phone or on your laptop? I'm on my work computer. It will not let me go there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It didn't even give me an option to like override it on my phone. <laughs> so I don't know what's up with Leaf Only right now, but I have ordered uh, a couple things in the past from them. Um, one was this Christmas gift uh, that was a kit. So you can go on there and order any tobacco you want. Um, like they literally have just about every type of tobacco. Uh, so you can create your own blend. You can copy a blend that you might know of, or at least something close to it. I mean, they have tobacco from all different regions, all different countries. Um, but the kit that I got was just something that was just random. Like, they put the kit together. Um, so I can't claim the blend. It's just kind of what they gave me. And I did change the blend a little bit just based on how much filler to binder to wrapper. But uh, but I did let those cigars rest for, I think, like two and a half, three months, and then tried another one. And I maybe smoked an inch of that cigar and got rid of it. Still no good, even after resting all that time, huh? Yes, yep. So I've had them for uh, getting close to two years. Um, so maybe, may, just maybe, they're good now. I mean, good enough that you don't remember one being bad. I do, though. Well, if I sent you two. Or if I right. sent you one, I mean. I'm sorry. Right, that's true. So yeah. we got Anyways, these. tangent. 
<laughs> it's okay. You know. Um, what was it like rolling cigars? I feel like that would be very difficult. Um, it was not... How do I put this? It was not as easy as I thought it would be. But it also wasn't as hard as I think that most people would think it is. Wow. Profound. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, the first one I did looks absolutely horrible. I still have that in my humidor. Um, but you could, like, you can clearly see if you look at them, the progression of the first one to the last one that I rolled. Um, I believe the ones that I sent you were two of the last ones that I rolled. Trying okay. to, you know, make a good impression. I'm glad I did <laughs> and that you remember it so clearly. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was still fun. I mean, uh, there are a lot of things like, I think, I think it probably depends on where you're getting your products from. Like the glue that I had comes in a powder and you have to mix it with water and then microwave it for a certain amount of time. What? And it was just like a really weird like paste that like you had to have it like exact. I, I felt like that there was probably a lot more science to just microwaving it for 20 seconds or whatever the instructions called for, because if it wasn't the exact right temperature or the exact right consistency, it either was too wet or it was too hard. And it was just like, like trying to think of a good example. You know how sometimes when you buy like something new or how, how about this, a soda bottle, right? You take the label off a soda bottle, and there's, like, that sticky glue that's really, like, elasticy. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or like, labels would, on stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would get, like, that consistency. Or it would just be, like, really – you had to have it, like, just right. So I feel like that the instructions might have been a little bit of a miss with okay. proper temperature and mixing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, it was, it was a little tricky to figure that out. But it's still really fun. I mean, I, if they were tasted good, then I would have probably ordered more. <laughs> But considering that they were garbage, at least then, um, I mean, I instantly, I mean, I felt like I was smoking a Rocky Patel. Oh! Hey, oh, what's I'm better? Sorry. Are we recording? You, I'm sorry. Have you had a Rocky Patel that's better than this Cohiba? No. Fake Cohiba? Nope. Honestly, I haven't either, and that's really sad. Yes, it is. I've spent like twelve bucks, thirteen bucks on Rocky Patel cigars, and every time I don't like it. Yeah, I've. I mean, I know you and I have talked. I think maybe I mentioned this in our last episode, but I've I've tried a couple Rocky Patels over the past like two months, like really hoping that it would change my, uh, you know, just my. Maybe it's misconception. I don't know. Give him another but, chance. Uh, yeah, like you know, I was like, you know, maybe I just never gave him a chance. And I've tried two very different cigars from their line, and both of them were like, yeah, I'm good. Like, I smoked a quarter of it, and I was like, I'm done. <laughs> maybe we're just not sophisticated enough to like things like Rocky Patel or Davidoff. Yeah, because I will also say I haven't had a Davidoff that I've liked either. Yeah, I mean, I've also never been part of a uh, fraternity, so that could be part of it. Um, how's that? Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm just, like, I don't wear, like, plaid shirts unbuttoned with a flat brim hat on backwards or crooked. Okay. You know? You're describing someone who vapes, though. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to go that deep, Manny, because I feel like that that's, that's unfair to the vapors out there. 
You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm describing the people that would dip but look down on people for smoking cigarettes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I just feel like maybe it just don't fit into that category. You know, it's amazing what people can hate each other over these days. Mm. <clears throat> you know, it's like, you know, racism in the cigar world is real. And you have guys, pipe smokers, <clears throat> that hate cigar smokers, dippers that hate cigarette smokers. You know, if we could all just get along, the world would be a better place. I don't know that you'd call that racism, Manny. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Is that the incorrect term? T- tobacconism. Tobacconism. Yeah, I don't think that's based on anyone's race. I think that's based on the preferred type of tobacco they like to enjoy. I Unless you're trying to make some other kind of hint. I think it's geocentrists. Oh. Yeah, look, I thought we weren't going to get into this, this kind of stuff on this podcast. Politicals? No, we don't mm-hmm. have to. <laughs> I mean, we're getting pretty into it just then. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, really intelligent political conversation. <laughs> oh. I mean, oh, I, I do I, have I do, I, I have experienced a little bit of that myself. Racism? <laughs> yeah, yeah cl- clearly I have, yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to say, I smoked a really good cigar the other day. Oh, yeah? Please save me from whatever I was just talking about. Yep, I will. Yeah, uh, I you. had a, a Nika Rustica. Oh, yeah. Uh, from Drew Estate, and it was awesome. Smoked for about an hour. It was terrific. Those are always good. Those are always good. Un- un- I, well, not unfortunately, but I do have, I don't know, probably like six or seven of them, but they are, I don't know the size, but they're like the gigantic ones. Yeah, that's the one I had. And you smoked that in an hour? Maybe an hour and a half, but yeah. Wow, I'm proud of you, man. Thanks. I'm a, I'm a proud boy. Yeah, good thing we're recording this, because I would not say that often. Oh. You'll just be replaying it in your head over and over and over after this episode. I'm just going to listen to that one little clip and cry myself to sleep. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was a great cigar. What are what are the things you're tasting in this fake Cohiba where that we don't know where it came from? So I'm probably about a little more than halfway through. And I'm definitely getting a little more of that like sulfury, eggy taste. It's not horrible, but it's definitely like it's definitely moved to the forefront, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's it's not very strong. No. Doesn't have a lot of nicotine. Mm-mm. It doesn't have a lot of flavor. Nope. It's pretty bland, but pretty mild. Like there's some <clears throat> there's some really mild cigars that are kind of like this. Like what's the suave? I'm, I'm thinking of this yeah, I was just gonna say the suave. Who makes LFD that one? Suave. It's an oh, LFD yeah. cigar. La Flor Dominicana. Yeah, it's kind of like that. This has a little more flavor than the Suave. Yeah, um, I know. Suave. I think I gifted you all of my Suaves when I got in a box a couple years ago. You did. Um, and people that don't have good taste in cigar. Well, that's not true. Because I like them. But guys who are new to cigars, I should say, or don't smoke often or are sensitive to stronger cigars, love that cigar. Yeah. Yeah, it was, they weren't bad cigars at all, because I don't believe LFD makes a bad cigar. But uh, they almost tasted like you were smoking nothing. <laughs> it was very, very neutral. Uh, yeah. I actually, what I liked about it is the aroma. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of like just having it in my mouth, and even though it didn't taste like much, it smelled really good. Yeah, and actually, this cigar does not smell bad itself. 
No, not too bad. I can tell by the smell it's not like a really nice cigar. No, it's definitely not quality. <laughs> but by the aroma alone. Like if I walked into a room and you were smoking this and you were half clothed and you were looking at me in the eyes, I would say... <laughs> this is an interesting scenario. Go ahead. I would say, that's cigar in your mouth. That's a cheap one, isn't it? And you'd, you'd blink your eyes and say, <laughs> yes. Wait, am I blinking? Am I blinking both eyes? You're fluttering them. Oh, okay. Not just like one, right? No, you're fluttering both and looking me All up right. and down. Just, just want to make sure it wasn't a blink. <clears throat> I mean, and that it was a blink and not, like, close and not like a wink. You just close your eyes <laughs> when I walk into the room. A very large, lonely tear rolled down my cheek. And just quietly cried. <laughs> so. Oh. Uh, anyway, so uh, I am not quite halfway done. I mean, I might be halfway done, depending on when I pitch it. But I've probably got about another inch to the band. Yeah, I already took I, my band off. It's. I'm trying to pick out flavors. So there is that kind of... It's not too strong, but that kind of sulfury flavor. Let's see what else I get here. I just dropped the ash right on my lap. Um, you know, this is, it's not often that I smoke a cigar and I don't taste coffee. Yeah. I don't taste coffee. Yeah, no, me neither. Except for the coffee that I'm currently drinking with it. <laughs> uh, what does it taste like when you, what's it, roll it through your nose? Retrohale. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna see if you just go, go at it for yourself. Let's see though. Try Hmm. I mean, honestly, it, it tastes exactly the same as it does when you don't retro. Hold on. It tastes exactly the same, but it, it like I, it, it, it's not bad retro hailing it. I didn't choke oh. that time, so that's I think it I might did be like right. a, might be like a tad more of a sweeter note in there when you retro. Yeah, yeah. You know what? This would go well with a gin and tonic. There you go. I could see that. What did you uh, choose to pair with the cigar, Manny? Oh, actually, let me go grab it from the fridge. So that means you haven't actually been pairing anything with this cigar. Okay. So I have a Unidukapus. Did you just, is that the first thing you just grabbed out of your fridge? I had planned on drinking this. I mean, I am limited in my beer supply, but this is a beer called Unidukapus. Wow. It is a sour peach ale from Triphammer Brewing. Hmm, it actually sounds pretty delicious. It's pretty good. And, oh, you know what? It's themed after South Park now that I'm looking at it. They have, oh, a, picture, really? they have a picture on the front of, remember the episode with the Jack Officer? <laughs> I don't actually remember that. <laughs> It's like this, I think it's an alien or a dinosaur, but whatever. It's called a jack officer. So the Unidukapus kind of looks like that creature from South Park. And uh, let's see how it pairs. Ready? Do it. Ooh, not well. Oh! <laughs> a sour ale with this cigar does not go well. Sour Duckapus it isn't. What'd you uh, pair it with, Chase? Uh, so I went with a little iced coffee that we made here at Mikasa. 
Um, and in that, I also have some. Um, why am I blanking on the name, Manny? Buffalo Trace uh, Bourbon Cream. Ooh, that sounds good. Yes. And I do have to say, almost always, I think this would be a perfect pairing with a lot of cigars. But it's actually a little, like, I almost would rather just drink my water with a cigar because cigar has such little, like, flavor to it. Yeah, I'm actually going to put this beer back until I'm done. Probably, is that your plan B beer? No, my plan B is water. I have a, I have yeah. a cup of water. Like, you only take it out to fast food date nights? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Sorry, George. Oh, but I mean, I, I I will say this is not like I have no reason to put this cigar out whatsoever. Unless your wife came out, and told you to come <laughs> inside. No, no, that's that's not a reason to put a cigar out <laughs> on her. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Do you uh? Do we need to make sure we have like a counseling session after this episode, Manny? Uh, sure, sure. So I'm far, sure we've some... covered the dark spots on abused children's brains. Yeah, and now we've brought up the idea of putting out a cigar on your spouse. <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> Don't know that I did. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do know some on-call crisis therapists we can call. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. You might want to make that call sooner than later. <clears throat> okay. Cool. <laughs> I wonder, well, hey, you know what, Manny? It's what? Oh, so, no. Go ahead. I would not want to interrupt you. No, I took the band now off. Now that I know what you do to me, and the band was very sloppily put on there. It was kind of crooked. Yep. And yeah, it's 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 real embossing, but they just must have like a press. Yeah, for the bands. Um, mm-hmm, that presses that in there. I was looking at pictures of more modern, uh, like real Cuban bands and boxes i mean and they all have like watermarks and holograms and all kinds of stuff that it's 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 far too expensive to fake yeah i mean they didn't put a comma after habana on this (laughs) wait what if you look at habana yeah there's There's no comma comma. yeah That's how cheap they went on these cigars. Save money on that comma. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's funny. <laughs> oh. So I think that these were purchased in the Bahamas by my buddy who purchased them. Uh, I personally have never been to Cuba. But uh, based on what I've been reading, it's also a, a apparently f- a little over 50% of the cigars you buy in Cuba are also fake Cubans. In Cuba? In Cuba. Uh, so if you're buying them like tourist, off the street, well, they're no, most likely fake. Yeah, off like a stand or something I can see. Yeah. Like it is highly recommended to go to a legitimate licensed cigar shop. Um, also, one thing to note if you ever are in Cuba and buying Cuban cigars is that the price is regulated by the Cuban government. Um, so they should be the same price across the board. If you're getting a quote-unquote deal on Cuban cigars while in Cuba, uh, then you are buying fake cigars. Can they mark it up, though, like from the government's minimum price? Uh, from what I read, they cannot. Huh. 
Like in Cuba, they cannot. <clears throat> okay. Obviously, if they're if someone is bringing them out of Cuba and selling them elsewhere, then they can do whatever they want with them. Interesting. Yeah. So the government picks the markup that would be on the cigars that the that the actual vendor can make. And you can order online. I have not done it, but you can order real Cuban cigars. Yes, there are places to order real Cuban cigars online. There's also places that, like, I know a buddy of mine who has a contact of a guy that you can just call and let him know what you want. <laughs> Send him the money, and he will just have, uh, they'll just be cigars in your mailbox, like, two weeks later. And those so are all ones, legitimate as well. Well, the ones online, I think, are shipped from other countries, if I'm not mistaken. Typically, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember where my dad got the Cubans. Where did he get those? He got some. In, oh, Dubai. He, uh, he he went to Dubai a few times, and they had uh, a real cigar shop like in the area where his hotel was. Yeah, I'm sure they're very expensive. Yeah, the only place that I myself have purchased have purchased uh, like you know legitimate actual Cuban cigars is uh, in Israel. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure every other quote-unquote Cuban that I've purchased, whether it had been in Belize, whether it had been in Dominican Republic, Bahamas, I think every single one of those were, in fact, fake. Wow. Not bad, but fake. I, and I might have shared this story on a previous episode, but uh, when we went to the Bahamas a couple years ago, there's a guy trying to sell some bahikis, and he was saying 20 bucks a piece, which, as I'll get into in a little bit, is an obvious fake cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, or fake Cuban, I should say. It's obviously a real cigar. But uh, I looked at the cigars, I looked at him, and then I offered him $7 a piece, or maybe it was $6, I, whatever it was, like 5 to 7 I forget. It was around there. But uh, And he was like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and they yeah. weren't bad cigars. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they're not bad cigars because they don't get anything special. They're not taking any chances. They just want, like... Cheap, easy, smooth, can't tell the difference, tobacco. Yeah, yeah well, I've also read a couple things that a lot of people will actually just take, which is regular kind of cheap Dominican cigars, pull labels off, and then relabel them with their own labels that they make. So oftentimes you could still be getting a decent cigar. But, you know, if you've got someone out there trying to sell you one for 50 bucks, when it should be more than that, um, steer clear. Would you like me to read some of the uh, ways to tell the difference? Yes, please. All right. So this is, I know that we knock on Cigar Aficionado, um, but this was one of my preferred articles out of all the articles I read. Um, I probably will shorten it up because it has quite a bit of details. Um, so I'll just start from the top. Play the head game. Straight-sided Cuban cigars are finished with mounted heads. See, this is where I learned this. Wait, what do you also mean? known, also known as three seam caps, oh. rounded or sloppy heads are a quick way to spot a cigar <laughs> rolled elsewhere. A mounted head is no guarantee of a real Cuban cigar, as other producers make cigars this way as well. But the lack of one guarantees a fake. Symmetry: a proper box of real Cubans will have a certain amount of symmetry. The cigars will be the same size or very very close. The colors will be similar. Uh, cigar to cigar and the bands will be aligned from one cigar to the next. 
fakes are often made with substandard quality control. I have seen some boxes of fake Cubans that you open it up and like even the bands are like off by like three quarters of an inch with one cigar next to the other. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they literally were just slapped together and tossed in a box. Study the packaging. Proper packaging doesn't guarantee a genuine Cuban cigar, but bad packaging is a quick and easy way to spot a fake. Look for the Habanos label in the top right corner of the box and Cuba guaranteed seal complete with hologram and box code. There is a seal that you can still, like, they'll print them on fake boxes. I've seen fake boxes with mm-hmm. that same seal. Yep. Um, so it's Republic de Cuba. Um, but oftentimes, like this box that I got actually uh, had that seal, but it didn't have the hologram or like the serial number attached to it. It was just like a printout of the seal itself, which almost looks like, like it's a similar color to like an American dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Um, know your prices fake cigars are often sold for unrealistically low prices and the savvy cigar aficionado should know to beware when a cigar is too great of a bargain in Cuba which is a good baseline because it has the lowest Cuban cigar prices on the planet um, Monte Cristo number twos cost 850 CUCs what is CUCs Manny Cuban undercards. I don't know. Cuban something yeah. currency. Whatever. Yeah, whatever currency Cuba has. Um, Eight fifty. Eight fifty, which rounds up to roughly nine sixty-eight U.S. Okay. For Monte Cristo number twos. Um, genuine Cuban Cohiba. Um, when you can find them, sell for about twenty-three. CUC. Bahikis cost even more, around 30 to 40 CUC if in Cuba. When they're in stock, if a vendor offers you um, a box of 10, it is not the real deal when that box is cost $100. <laughs> oh, it's a All Cuban right. peso. I'm trying to figure out what the exchange rate is. My internet's slow. Keep going. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. All right. Ash, ashes matter. Bare ashes matter. That's true. Uh, a real Cuban cigar tends to burn with a gray ash or one that takes on a salt and pepper look. Bright white ashes are good signs of cigars made with non-Cuban tobacco. Pass on glass. Does the box of cigars you're buying have a glass, lucite, or otherwise clear lid? It's fake. Cuban cigars aren't packaged in boxes with clear lids. Oh, at all. Um, it says to be leery. Yeah, not at all. Be leery of limitadas, like the limited cigars. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. They do have a website linked here that you can compare which ones are actually made for which years. So apparently, when Cuba releases those, it would be like three different. Um, it wouldn't even have to be like like for instance, there's a picture here for 2017 was a punch, um, a partigas, and a cohiba. Um, but that would be for 2017, and they release a different like combination of cigars for every year. So they do have a list here of what combination is for each year. So if you're buying like a, a you know, they typically come in three. So when you're buying those cigars, you can compare it to all right. Well, this is what actually should be in that list based on the year that's presented on the label. <clears throat> um, beware the barber pole. Uh, that's just, I think it's actually saying that. Cuban cigars uh, do not have the barber pole style of wrapper. 
which okay. is two different shades, two different colors of wrapper, kind of wrapped around like a barber pole. And then shop at real retailers. Um, and that's pretty much it. I mean, there's a lot more details in between there. But that is our recommendations for not getting suckered into buying fake cigars. Right on. Do you know what 23 Cuban convertible paces is to U.S. dollars? Um, I'm going to say it's roughly $32. It's $23. Yeah, I was wrong. It says Clearly. 1 CUC equals 1 U.S. dollar. Oh, really? That's what it says. On currencyconverter.com. Huh. Well, there you go. So I do have a couple more articles that get into the specifics of this cigar from real to fake, but I don't know that we have to get into that unless you're well, interested in that. What is it? What are the articles about? Um, so this gets a little more into specific. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. What are they? What are they about? Well, it is important to mention that this cigar that we are smoking is the most counterfeited Cuban cigar. The Bahiki. The Bahiki. It is also known to be, like, the actual Bahiki is known to be, like, the most popular and sought-after cigar. Um, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I, for one, have never smoked. No, I've smoked one Bahiki, and it was delicious. One, though. And I'm pretty sure it was real. No, I think, yeah, well, I think your buddy would know, the one who gave it to you, right? Oh, no, you got it in Israel. Uh, yeah. That's right. No, no, it was real. Yeah. Uh, man, I wish I had some more port wine here. Oh, yeah, that would go well with this. I drank it all earlier on our work happy hour. <laughs> and, oh, yeah? Uh, you drank a whole Zoom. bottle of port? Uh, no, we, I'd started it a day before, um, but, well, you know, funny story, so, one of the people on the meeting was asking you know what is port so i started to kind of explain what fortified wine was and that's just most most fortified wines are a wine and then the producer adds like a, a rum or a grappa to it or a brandy to it that they made from their grape leaves and mush something like high in alcohol they add to regular wine to raise the alcohol um, also, it's usually a little sweeter, so it's usually like a dessert wine or an after-dinner wine. Um, another way you can make a fortified wine is by jacking it. Pardon? Which is what I said in the meeting, and believe it or not, got a lot of laughs. No. But, um, How yeah. immature. But yeah, no, I was just, uh, it, it's real. I was just, there's no other way to explain it. I just said, yeah, you can also jack it. And what I mean by that is... <laughs> You take a wine and you put it in a really cold environment, and as the water freezes, you scoop off the ice, and that's called jacking it. So that is where the term originated from. Yeah, so if something is jacked, like jacked cider, um, that means that someone scooped out frozen ice, and now you have a stronger, more flavorful uh, drink at the end. So when someone says that's jacked up, is that positive or negative? I guess it depends. You know, I think it completely depends. Because I've, I've been no, wait, jacked wait, up, and I've it? jacked up some people. Oh, true, true. But if someone says that's jacked up, 
Or man, man, that car right over here was so jacked up. Yeah, her face is jacked. <laughs> or his face is jacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, his face is jacked. So I mean, um, I guess you, I guess it could go either way. Yeah, like maybe it's a stronger, more flavorful face. Yeah, <laughs> because it's been frozen. You know, all the ice has been stripped away. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> So what's read one of your articles <laughs> oh yeah wait now you want to get more serious yeah i'm serious now all right well you know what now i have to pull it back up because oh. i thought that you were taking us down a different path no that's the end of the story <laughs> <laughs> oh you know man there is something else we could discuss how how bored i am getting of this cigar yeah yeah mine's mine's done by the way um it also probably can't inch it, Sorry, it can't hold an ash. It keeps on just falling off and flaking yeah, off. Mine was kind of doing the same thing. Um, mind why. you, it did not change flavor. But uh, right. But yeah, it just was kind of like, nah, I'm good. I'm done. Yeah, it, mine's also getting soft. I think I know why the ash just falls away like that. Why is that? Um, if you, I bet if you were to take this and cut it open at, next to a real Cuban, the real Cuban would have all like long single pieces of leaf oh man this has little bits in it and like fragments of leaf so there's no fibers really to hold the ash in place so manny that is a very good guess am i wrong but but because i I am just such a quality co-host here Uh uh-oh um i chose to dissect what was left of my cigar and this cigar, at least mine, is in fact longleaf tobacco. Well, that's after you smoked it down, right? Well, so at, at least the last inch and a half, almost two inches, is longleaf tobacco. No little shreds or schnibbles? Not, not in the last inch and three quarters. Um, it was very loosely packed, which could also affect the ash as well. Oh, that's a good I point. mean, I just smoked that thing in, I don't know, 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I had to put mine down because I it, the ash just kept falling off on my lap, and I'm tired of this. It happened three times. Um, you know, I apologize. I mean, I guess I just won't send you cigars anymore if you're going to complain about them. Just keep your ash off my lap. I'll, <laughs> I'll do my best, but I'm not making any promises. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm going to lap it up. So, Manny, I do. I feel like that, and I mean, you just have to be honest with me. If this is something that you just want to brush over and not not talk about... I would understand that, as we have set some rules to our podcast. Uh-oh. But you know, there's just been a lot of a lot of hard and tragic news, you know, in this yeah. day and age. A lot yeah. of things have been going on, yeah. um, and I think that it's it's worth at least mentioning that I'm just very, very disturbed by something I continuously have been reading in the news the past couple of days. And that and is- that is that is all of these women getting jacked up. By bisons in Yellowstone National Park. <laughs> <laughs> Would it be bisons or bison? Um, hmm. I think it's just bison. Oh, yeah. I think, I think so. Yeah, once I said bisons, I was like, that's not correct. It's bison. <laughs> bison. It's an Italian yeah. species. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but no, in all seriousness, I mean... Yeah, I feel like I've read about it. Like at least at least two different people that have been uh, gored by bison in Yellowstone National Park, and I Hold just on. feel like you know that it's 
It's, it's, it, in my opinion, it's worth discussing. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for the video right now. Woman, bison, Yellowstone. Let's see. So there's a video. Is this the actual attack? Well, hopefully oh. she caught it on camera, considering she was trying to take pictures. Bison <laughs> attacks nine-year-old girl at Yellowstone National Ooh, Park. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, oh. See what I'm I mean? Watch it. I'm watching no. it. No. Not the children. Hold on, let's see. Hold. Oh, oh! Oh! Well, I think that was a mistake, folks. Well, that's terrifying. Woman gored by butt. Is this the video of her getting jacked? See how now we're using jacked as a negative thing. Right. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Why is she, like, creeping up on it? Because <laughs> she's, like, right. Oh, my gosh. Her and her husband, or I'm guessing it's her husband, they creeped up on this bison, and they're just, like, trying to see how close they can get, and it turns... Oh my gosh, that thing is huge. Yeah. I mean, the hump on its back is like six and a half feet tall. Yeah, see, see why I think this is worth talking about? Hold on, they don't, they're not, they're refusing to show her get, get hit by it though. Oh my gosh. That thing is huge. Well, I mean... I would have guessed that would happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I can't think of any other result. <clears throat> Bear takes down bison at Yellowstone National Park. Oh boy, this could be a this could be a rabbit hole. I could just watch YouTube and talk about it. Oh well, that bison <laughs> is like a calf. That looks very young, and it's all yeah. mangled up. Doesn't count. A, it's all jacked. It's a, it is jacked, and that giant grizzly is about to jack the, the thing. <laughs> well, I don't... It's definitely not appropriate for this podcast. Oh, oh! It's biting its butt off. Oh. Uh, that bear is terrifying. It's just ripping hair and butt oh. off of the young little poor calf bison, and now it's calling for his mama. It's just taking hunks out of its back. So, it's so many. To walk away. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, it's, all right. It's, Pulling this, it's pulling the bison apart piece by piece. <laughs> and it's just trying to get away. It just keeps trying to walk away. It's like dragging the bear, and the bear just keeps biting chunks out of it. <laughs> now it ran into the water to try and get away, and the bear is still biting chunks out of it. <laughs> all right, let us, let us all know when you're done, okay? Oh, my goodness. Now the bear is riding it like a surfboard down the river. <laughs> I'm not joking either. They went way down river, and the bear's still biting it apart, like a quarter mile downstream. <laughs> now it's dead, and the bear left it. That's cool. Yeah, there's just you know, there's a little uh, little turf battle going on. Just making sure I still got it. <laughs> still got it. All right, you were dying to interrupt me for something important. Go on. Yeah. Well, well the reason why I thought about this, and, I, and yes, I have read a couple times in the news recently that it's happened. But uh, in, in planning for this specific, see, this does have to do with the specific topic of fake Cuban cigars, is part of me decided to get a little judgy. And I, you know, I thought, like, hey, at this point, as I was reading comments on Cigar Aficionado and a couple of other of these, uh, some other articles that I was reading, there were a lot of comments about all these guys 
or gals that have gone on a trip and even some of which have gone to Cuba and bought a bunch of Cuban cigars that were all fakes. And I, in my mind, I was like, at this point, shouldn't we know? You know? Like, my last trip, I was like, all right, clearly this guy's walking around at, like, an outdoor restaurant, like, sneakily trying to sell Cuban cigars for, like, a third of their cost, if not a quarter of their cost, right? Obviously, they're fake. But I found myself randomly at the same time after kind of looking down on some of these folks saying, these, you know, people at this point should know that most of these cigars are going to be fake cigars. All of a sudden, randomly in my head was like, well, I mean, people still don't know not to sneak up on bison with a camera. <laughs> And that's, and that's all bison. over the news. That's not a fake bison. <laughs> no, it's not fake at all. Uh, well, so I how think... could I expect some people that are just looking to get some good cigars to just, you know, get jacked? <laughs> well, I think, because I, I, this was my experience, I didn't realize how big a market fake cigars were, honestly, for a long time. I mean, it just seems like, a, like something that would be really hard to make fake cigars i mean yeah who's who's got the if you're gonna roll them if you got a thing to make a band if you've got the ability to make boxes you know why not just make good cigars but you know they must make more money obviously labeling them as cubans but yeah i mean i remember when i first bought my well i when i first bought a package of cubans or so what i, I thought were cubans i just didn't even realize i had no clue that fake cubans were like a thing yeah yeah, I think that my first time going to Dominican Republic, I had bought some fake Cubans, not knowing. Um, but thankfully, I also feel like I had some wise men in my life that helped me out a little bit with that. You know, that just said like, "Hey, most likely those are going to be fake, so at least just pick a cigar that looks like a good cigar." <laughs> yeah, that's good advice. So, uh, so that's what I did. And granted, I think I did get a hold of. I might have gotten a hold of some authentic Cuban cigars. I mean, nothing fancy or special. But, uh, but yeah, I do remember go in high school going on missions trips to Dominican Republic and then to Belize. And a couple of the adult supervisors on those trips <laughs> mm -hmm. was like, yeah, just get a bunch of Cuban cigars. And, I mean, at that time, I think that they were grabbing fake ones. But uh, but their plan was, you know, because you couldn't bring them into the country, was to just take the band off and throw them in your carry-on. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Well, I wonder, what are, do they limit how many you can fly with? Um, nope. Not if they weren't Cuban. Oh, yeah. They, they would put them on there, and then they would just declare them and just say that they had just picked up some unlabeled cigars. Right, like a bundle. Yeah. I remember a friend of ours, a mutual friend of ours, who had four Gatorade bottles. And most likely, because he knew what he was doing, most likely his were actual Cuban cigars. He knew a guy and went to that guy. Um, but, uh, but he had like four Gatorade bottles just stuffed full of just unlabeled Cuban cigars. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like you're asking for trouble, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but hey, if they, if they can't prove that they are uh, Cuban cigars or not, can't, they can't do anything about it. What country was that? That was from Belize. Okay. Yep. But same thing there. I mean, the vast majority of quote-unquote Cuban cigars were, were counterfeit. Once again, not bad, but counterfeit. 
And I think that's kind of what I took away when I was in the Bahamas, is when I looked at that cigar, kind of looked at how it was rolled, it seemed like it was a decent cigar. So, you know, I'd be willing to pay whatever it was, $6, $7 per cigar. Um, and the minute I said to the guy, like, hey, you and I both know those aren't real Cubans. I'll give you 7 bucks <laughs> or 6 bucks. He was like, all right, sounds good. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, all right, I'm going to buy this knowing it's not real and knowing that it could be bad, but most likely it's still an okay cigar. Yeah, I knowingly bought a fake Cuban on my honeymoon in Aruba, and yeah. it was because I didn't have any other cigars, and there was a guy walking down the beach, you know, $5, clearly not Cubans, but I just wanted something. Yeah. And it fit the bill. Yep. It did It did its job. But, like, at that point, I, I mean, this is just me, I wish they would just sell them as cigars. I'd actually enjoy them better knowing that they weren't purposely made to look like a fake Cuban. Like, if they just were unlabeled cigars, I'd pay just as much money to smoke them. Yeah, you know what, though? There are probably so many guys or gals, people, that go out to a vacation spot like that, right? And I'm going to get a Cuban. Yeah, like, maybe they never smoke cigars. Or, like, you know, my buddy who got me these cigars. Like, he doesn't often smoke cigars. In his mind, he's like, here's my opportunity to get Cuban cigars. And, you know. That's true. Either impress some friends with them or gift some friends with them, and it would be nice for some of my buddies who smoke cigars to have a Cuban. And just or you're thinking, no like, when whatsoever. else can I get a Cuban cigar? I might as well do that while I'm here. Yep. And you know the story he shared um, that the gentleman who sold him these cigars was a story that is probably the most widely used story. Is hey, I work at a cigar factory, and these are extras. Or a buddy of mine works at a cigar factory in Cuba, and he gets these extras as part of his pay. So he hands them out for us to sell to supplement some of his pay. <laughs> so they got stories. They got, like, pitches. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's always a pitch, man. Like, oh, my my medical bills, I can't do it, and my wife took all my money. And Yeah, my car's at a gas down the street with my six kids in it. Yeah, I'm $5 short of gas <laughs> from getting, getting my crippled son to the doctor, please. Yeah. And I just have literally have these Cubans to sell. <laughs> I've literally, not about cigars, but I've literally heard that story where, listen, man, I'm just a few bucks short. My kid has got to get to the hospital, and i got to take him there. And I didn't yeah. even bother asking, why don't you just use an ambulance? Um, I just gave him a dollar. I was like, yes, here, go away. Now, I've been accused, Manny, of being too trusting at times. Yeah, I can um, see that. <laughs> but uh, I mean, often in those situations, I say no. Um, but I do have to say, if someone comes up with a good story, I'm not saying I believe the story. But if it's a good story and you tell they worked on that story, then I feel like that that earns them something. Does that I make wish sense? the stories. Yeah, well, I wish the stories made me laugh, though. Like well, I mean, um, you're, you're walking kind of a thin line. Like um, I just had my amputated legs reinstalled, and <laughs> I, 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 I <laughs> see that'd be a funny story. I give, give money. I give twenty bucks for that. Story. How much do you need, sir? That made me laugh. <laughs> Can I invite you over for dinner tonight too? I had my newly amputated legs reinstalled, and I need five dollars because uh, I need socks. <laughs> No, and I didn't need right, socks before. Right. Yeah, but now I do. <laughs> <laughs> now that I got my balance back, I could use a couple brews. 
there was a gentleman back in Connecticut who uh, there's like a strip on Connecticut Ave that there's like three gas stations in like one corner, and this guy was clearly making his rounds, and he had a bike, he had two gas cans, they were both empty, and he was just driving around with a story, and I heard him pitching the story to a couple people, and he, I mean, he had it down. It was like, hey, my car's right down the road. You know, I, my bike was in the back. I ran out of gas, so I rode down here, but I forgot my wallet in my car. Would you mind just helping me out with some cash just to fill up these containers, you know? <laughs> that way I can ride them back. <laughs> yeah, and I was, like, I was like, that's, that's actually a pretty – like, not, it wasn't like they were, like, dirty gas cans. Like, they were pretty new. Like, this dude invested some money into his scheme. Like, he had the story down. Like, he even had a reason why he was on a bike even though he was in a car. Like – in my mind, I looked at him. I was like, "Well, clearly this is made up," but I feel like he worked hard for it, so I gave him five bucks. <laughs> a good story will go a long way. Or, yeah. you know, I think it's my least favorite encounter with someone looking for money, but it's when they tell so many stories that the, the goal is that you'll pay them to leave, and that's happened to me. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> they'll stand, like, take money, stand in your way. They won't like it's just one story after another, all equaling five dollars total. Um, they stand in front of your car. Um, I've had that happen. I had one guy. I said, "Yeah, I don't have any cash, man. I'm sorry." <clears throat> and I will give people some money sometimes. In fact, I think it's a good idea to always carry like a five. Just you never know. Someone might be really angry, and you saying no to them might be the last straw. I'm not saying it happens often, but like. Folks who are in those situations probably aren't doing so well emotionally. So yeah. as a safety measure, it, it helps just to hand out a little money once in a while. But um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. Huh. Hello? Hello? Oh. Hey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. No, 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 no. We're Quiet. still here. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this guy, he asked me, uh, I was waiting for lunch, my lunch to be made, and he saw me on the sidewalk and said, Sir. Kind of twenty dollars. I uh, yeah, I forget his story. And he, I, I said, I don't have any cash. He said, Well, can I have a credit card? And I was like, well, No. And he got really angry at me. He's like, Why wouldn't you give me a credit card? I'll just, I'll use it. I'll bring it right back. I know how to use a credit card. I was like, I'm not giving you a credit card. Like, I don't know. That's, I don't know what to tell you about your situation. But you can't have my credit card. Do you think like, any part of him was joking? No, he was angry and he cursed at me oh. and left. And then I got angry because he was angry at me. And then I was—I almost wanted to challenge him at that point. Like, did you really think that would work? What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that there's people who are just desperate and will make up any story. And honestly, I think a lot of people just throw money at it just because. Well, there's but, uh, also people who aren't necessarily addicts. Yeah. Who, who who aren't even necessarily all the time severely mentally ill? Although I think most of the most of our homeless population has is mentally ill. Um, yeah. There are those that do. What do they call it? Like just, it's like there's that's what they do. They stand out and they collect change and they go from city to city and buy a little bit of food and hitch a ride and. Yeah. I mean, some and people do live that lifestyle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I actually had a. There's a guy who. I was down the road from your house, actually, driving. I think I told you about this when it, when it happened. 
but I was getting gas down the road from your house when we lived in New York, and there was a guy who was, you know, probably roughly our age, maybe a little bit younger, and he had his car parked next to the pump, and he was going around. I could hear him, like, kind of asking other people that were pumping gas in their car, like, hey, look, I, you know, I'm trying to get back to the city. You know, we've had a long drive. Like my, my, he literally had the story of my daughter had a doctor's appointment. Um, I don't have my wallet with me. My girlfriend doesn't have, you know, my wife or girlfriend, whatever it was, doesn't have any cash. They had a whole story, right? And everyone was just like, nope, sorry, can't spare any money. Nope, sorry, can't spare any money. (laughs) So I was just like, look, man, I got 10 bucks. And that dude walked right into the gas station and said, can I get 10 bucks on pump number four? (laughs) That's so funny. And I mean, maybe, maybe his daughter wasn't, but you know, I, I do think in some ways like you just never know, you know? The one time someone actually needs a little bit of gas money, no one believes them. Yeah, everyone's like, no, nope, like sorry. He's like, no, I really just need, you can pump it. See, at you know, that I point, to... I would just be like, you can pump it into my car yourself, just so you know I'm not doing anything else with the money. I've wondered, what if I was ever in that situation where, like, I ran out of gas somewhere in the city of Rochester, my phone is dead or, like, broken or I forgot it. I would be one of those dudes. And no one would believe me. Now, now here's a real. Now we're getting maybe a little too serious for this podcast, Manny. Okay. But do you think it would be different if you were in the city of Rochester versus in the center of Pittsburgh? Um. Like, do you think you might have hmm. more of a chance of someone being like, "Yeah, man, here you go," in the city of Rochester? I honestly think, yeah, I think people are used to that, and they're probably more charitable in Rochester, and there's more of them. Yeah. Um, I think in Pittsburgh, people are, I mean, I don't mean to generalize, but my guess would be because of the yeah, environment, they'd be a little more like apprehensive <laughs> to talk a to a stranger. Big audience in Pittsburgh, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they'd be, probably be more apprehensive to like go out of their way to trust a stranger and give them money. So yeah, yeah I'd, I'd put, like if, if they did give you money, it might be like 50 bucks. <laughs> but if you're in Rochester, every other person might give you a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Well, then yep. there you go. There you go. All, all of that from, uh, <laughs> from talking about guys that sling fake Cuban cigars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I've, I've never given a homeless person a cigar. No? What if we started uh, a charity? Um, I've given one dude a cigar. Um, have I not shared this story with you? I don't think so. All right. So I was at Home Depot. I had some time to kill. half-smoked, you lowlife? No, I had some time to kill, and I was smoking a cigar in a Home Depot parking lot. And the guy came up to me who just had a bunch of bags. He had a backpack and, like, a duffel bag and then, like, a bunch of, like, grocery bags. And he definitely looked a little disheveled. Like, he looked like he may have been someone who was living on the streets. And he was like, hey, man, you got to smoke? And I was smoking a cigar, so I was like, "Hey, I've got, I got, you know, got another cigar." He was like, "Yeah, man, I'll take that." And so I gave him the cigar. I clipped it for him. I asked him if he needed a lighter. He's like, "No, I got a lighter." And I was like, "All right, cool." And it was nothing like fancy. Um, but he was uh, so he was just it like one of yours, opened your up. hand rolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he spat it out instantly. <laughs> but uh, but anyways, he literally opened up the grocery bag. He was like, "Hey, man, take whatever you want." And I was like, "Huh?" And he just had like Kittens. random like. 
deodorant and like like child snacks and (laughs) no it was like but he legitimately like just went to the store and bought a bunch of stuff and felt like he owed me something that i gave him a cigar and i was like no no man i was like i don't need any of that he was like no there's no way i can just take this without giving you something in return so he literally reached into his bag and handed me a stick of deodorant (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so I was like, I was like, you trying to tell me something? And he was like, no, 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 I just, you know, I just got a few of these. And I was like, all right, cool. What kind? I, uh, it was speed stick. It's still in my truck. No, oh. untouched. Probably melted. It was used. Yeah. <laughs> no, I checked. The cap's still on it. It doesn't look like it was used. But, uh, anyways, I, I think that's probably, yeah, that's the only time I've given someone that I've met on the street a cigar. Interesting. I have yet to do that. Maybe that'll be, you know, my my resolution for 2020 is finding a homeless person or or someone, uh, what do they call it, spanging for money, give them a cigar. (laughs) Did you say your new resolution for 2020? Yep, I'm just starting it now. (laughs) Like halfway through the year. I knew it would come to me halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) Halfway in a day. Oh, now people will know how late we post these episodes. Um, crickets. What? Do you hear the crickets? I don't yet, but, you know, it's almost August, so get ready, folks. Yeah. Anyway. Well, hey, hey, Manny, do you have any concluding thoughts on the cigar that we just enjoyed, mostly? No, I don't. Uh, except for... If I were to put a price on it, like if I was actually paying money knowing what that was, I think that's a 3 to $4 cigar. Maybe 5 Yeah, I was going to say 5 max. Yeah. Okay, so we're on the same page here. Yep. No, yep. that's it. We're- Sir, any, any, any thoughts from you? No, I mean, once again, it was definitely fake. I, I don't know exactly how much my buddy paid for that box, but if you're out there looking for Cuban cigars, I mean, don't waste your money on all these fakes. <laughs> So how do we... We got to get some real ones, man. Hey, we can do that. Let's do it. Sounds good. Okay. Consider it done. Well, have a good night. Hey, you you too. And anyone who might still be listening to us rambling on about changing the world at one cigar at a time, um, thank you for tuning in. We just really appreciate everything, you know? I mean... I mean, we this appreciate is... it far more if we had some negative feedback and if people actually Ugh. listen to our podcast. Yeah, I mean, if you um, if you haven't caught on, this is largely fan driven. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we, meaning we, we have fans going in the background. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> and um, please uh, welcome any negative feedback. Yes. yes Otherwise, please. keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't encourage us. That's for sure. All right. And Skip, you know I'm talking to you. All right. You going to say this out? No. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>